Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Thank you for uh, joining to this webinar on work from home on ergonomics. So this is a very, very important and uh, relevant topic. And uh, uh, I believe most of you are in the IT. And uh, uh, so today we have uh, Dr. G. Balamurli. And uh, he's the head of spine surgery, consultant spine and neurosurgery in Calgary Hospital. He's also the managing director of Hamsa Spine and uh, Brine uh, Rehabilitation. And uh, Dr. Balamurli uh, is also an adjunct professor of Sri Balaji Medical College, Chennai. And uh, he's an internationally trained spinal neurosurgeon with 15 plus years of surgical training and work experience from the UK. He's extensively trained in all niche aspects of spinal surgery and having worked in the UK, US, Switzerland. His special interests are minimally invasive and complex spine surgery, spinal cord tumors, trauma, and pediatric spine surgery. And he's also interested in academics, research, and training with a research degree from Cambridge University, UK. He is uh, recently appointed as an uh, adjunct professor of spine and neurosurgery from Bharat University, Chennai. He has received several awards, and some of them to mention are the best contribution to society from uh, Dr. late Dr. A. Honorable Dr. APG Abdul Kalam for working with persons with spinal cord injury, best doctor award from the Tamil Nadu government and listed as one of the 50 most influential persons of Chennai 2020. Yes, about 60 publications, 10 book chapters, more than 300 international and national presentations and conducted various courses and workshops. And he is a vivid uh, trekker. So recently he has been to the Himalayas, you've seen the pictures also. Not just him, he has also encouraged his patients who have recovered from the uh, spinal cord surgery and we have taken them with them. So he's, a, he's an artist and he's also a, a travel, a, a, an avid traveler. So uh, over to Dr. Bob. He's a, he's a fantastic uh, doctor, a doctor who communicates and, and listens to the uh, patient. And uh, so I welcome all the uh, staff members of Software for this program. And uh, uh, he also specializes in um, post-COVID rehabilitation. So that is the need of the R. So the Hamsa Rehabilitation Center. So there are a lot of various problems because of uh, COVID-19. That is once you have recovered. So we run a very, very nice uh, rehabilitation center too. So uh, over to Dr. Balamurli and uh, we, uh, we will have this presentation after this. If you have any questions, even when you want to ask something, you can type it in the Q&A uh, column. And at the end of it, we'll take all the questions and then answer one of them. It could be about your uh, sitting posture. It could be about exercises. It could be about, uh, it could also be even about post-COVID recovery. So welcome, Dr. Balamur. Over to you. Thank you. Thank you, Srivatsin. That was a very extensive introduction. Um, I think I should ask my secretary to give you less information next time. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, I'm uh, Dr. Bala. I, I, I head the spine and neurosurgery department at Kaveri Hospital. Um, so, um, I'm just going to spend some time today with you uh, talking about how you can cope working from home. The new normal that a lot of you in the IT um, field probably are used to to some extent but also it's something new for a lot of you. 
um, working in an environment where it is not convenient, it's new, uh, with a lot of distraction, not much of comfort, uh, but still you have to perform and you still have to give the same results. So um, I'm going to take you through a journey about discussing various problems that can happen, but more focused towards brain and spine being my area of interest and the commonest problem as well. So let me first start off by giving you a little information about the spine, um, how it works and what are the problems. And then we will discuss about how to identify and what to do and how to prevent it more than anything. Um, so um, let me just explain to you first the spine. You know, we were uh, initially on quadrupedal, so on four feet, and we've become bipedal. So our spine has evolved over millions and millions of years. What this really means is that our spine, which was supposed to be in a horizontal position, is now against gravity. So we are in an erect posture and our spine is designed to actually work, hunt, run, and be active. But what we do now is we sit. We sit most of the times that we do. So in a child, when they develop the initial uh, spine has one curve, as the child sits up and it, the child's uh, head position stands straight, then you have another curve. And when the child starts walking, you develop one more curve and an adult has about four curves in the spine. So the spine is not a straight bone. <clears throat> and, and each of these are very strongly bound by um, muscles and joints and ligaments. And it's a very, very strong and important bone. Um, so it is like building blocks uh, one over the other. And um, it has multiple joints. Every bone, every joint, every building block has a joint. And that is why we are very, very flexible, like the gymnasts. But one of the important functions of the spine, apart from us um, having to stand erect and the spine has evolved, is it protects the spinal cord and nerves that come from the brain. So the brain is covered by the skull and the spinal cord is covered um, by the vertebra. And uh, for stability, for mobility, for action, it is our muscles that work. Um, and we have various ranges of movements. You know, each one of us can bend our neck, our body in so many positions. But we abuse it as well. So, you know, we carry weights, we, you know, obtain wrong positions in sitting, in slouching. Uh, we carry on our head so much weight, on our shoulders. Um, and so this is a constant abuse to the spine. And obviously, then the spine undergoes uh, problems. So the muscles are the, really the most important things that are uh, keeping our muscles, uh, our spine very strong and erect. So a skeleton never stands. Only a skeleton which has muscles can stand like us. Um, so we have to talk a lot and give importance to exercise, fitness. And only then your muscles build up. Only then you have muscle mass. And when you have muscle mass, all your joints and your spine and every joint in your body functions well. So now coming back to um, the problems, the damage that happens is over a period of time and repeated trauma. But trauma, I don't mean accident or a fall. Trauma is just sitting. Sitting itself is a trauma. It causes various problems uh, because we are twisting, bending, lifting, pushing. All this causes trauma throughout uh, your lifetime to the back, to various joints and muscles. Uh, repetitive movements like sitting in awkward positions. Poor posture, you know, not being sitting erect, using your mobile phone um, and working, uh, 
um, you know, in your working in your sofa or a, or on the floor, you're sitting with your laptop. So all of these things really cause a lot of stress. So some interesting facts. Um, if you look at the pressure in the spine is usually about 25% when we are standing, when you're lying down, uh, when you're slouching on the side, it's 75%, but when you're standing, it's 100%. So if you imagine that this is normal, that, you know, 100% is a standard um, which is acceptable and that is how your spine is designed. But when you sit, the pressure on your disc and your joints is about 150%. And when you slouch and sit, it is even more. So it is about almost 175%. And when you're standing and bending, it is the same. Um, and uh, when you are lifting or bending anything forward, it is about 220%. So the spine is constantly doing things um, which are not good. Um, the worst is when you are actually sitting, bending forward, leaning, the pressure in your spine, the disc, the joints is about 275%, which is very bad for the spine. If you have a belly, then the pressure increases more because you're also carrying the weight of your belly forward. So people who have belly, you need to note that your spine undergoes more degeneration and more pressure um, when you're doing activities. So if you, any of you are engineers who know physics, you know, the, the pelvis acts as a fulcrum when you bend and, and we bend a lot for a lot of activities. So if you have a belly, the pressure that's exerted for you to lift anything is significantly increased. Next thing is stress, work-related stress, you know, personal stress, targets, um, all these things add to your back pain because if you all know, on a very sad day um, or on a day when you don't want to see a colleague you don't want to see um, or you don't want to come to work that day because of whatever reason, you're stressed out, that day your back pain, your headache, your body pain, everything will be very high. Whereas when on a day when you actually have a back pain or a headache, um, when you're with family or on a Sunday or you're going out for an event, the pain is only about a small percentage. You can still carry on. So stress increases the pain at many levels. Now, you all have heard this term probably sitting is equal to smoking. So we know that smoking causes various problems like cancer, heart attack, diabetes. Um, you know, it can cause so many other things like depression, restlessness, your heart rate, heart problems and everything. So death from smoking is about nearly... 30% of cancer deaths, 70% are cardiac deaths. And every year, people about 6 million people die because of cancer related to smoking. But you know that, you know, smoking awareness is there from cinemas to television. Uh, smoking is banned in public places. Smoking is banned in workplaces. So, you know, people are quite aware. But people are not aware that sitting is the next level of smoking. By what I'm, what I'm saying by sitting is if you're sitting continuously for four hours, six hours, if you're having a sedentary lifestyle, you don't do exercise, you don't do walking, you lack any um, you know, physical activity, or if you lack any motivation and you're depressed and you're sad. So this is bad and a combination of sitting for several hours along with this can be as bad as smoking. So what does sitting cause? Sitting can also cause cancer. So there's lots of studies that have found that people who are doing sitting jobs have a slightly increased chance of developing uh, cancer in their lifetime. And by sitting, I mean 
even if you're sitting continuously for more than two hours. Heart attack, you know, uh, with all the stress and the sitting and lack of activity. Exercise and healthy diet, if you're not taking, you can have obesity. If you have obesity, you can develop type 2 diabetes and cholesterol, and that can lead to heart attack and stroke. And there are so many other proteins in the body which are secreted when we are active. But when we are not active, these hormones don't secrete. So it, again, it causes obesity, diabetes, and various things. Depression is seen in a large number of people, especially they say in some studies that about 90% of women have depression, especially those who are working in front of computers for several hours, especially if you're sitting for 7 to 10 hours a day. Um, you lose muscle mass. Um, so these are all the various problems that you get um, because of um, the sitting problems. And I'm just going to play a video, um, which is going to explain to you about what are the, how common is back problems? What, what are the back problems? How do you deal with? So just watch this video, please. Back and neck problems are the second commonest cause of hospital visit worldwide. Um, could you actually hear the volume, Srivatsan? Anybody can just say. Yes, yeah, doctor, it's audible. You can, yeah. After common cold, it is estimated that 8 out of 10 people suffer from an episode of pain. Doctor, the audio is not uh, playing now. Acupuncture sorry. therapist. It's now, it's fine now. Oh, I'm so sorry. I think I just muted. For a minute, so I'll let me just go Nature, back to that Eight out of ten people suffer from an episode of pain. Ninety percent of back and neck pain is not serious. People visit doctors, physiotherapists, yoga specialists, Ayurvedic massages, acupuncture therapists, native treatments, and rely on tablets, belts, and braces, and much more. Stress and depression are an outcome of chronic back and neck pain which can be very difficult to manage. There are several myths that people have for managing pain. Should you be active or take rest? Sleep on floor or special bed? Wear collar or belt? Avoid a head pillow? Avoid driving? Refrain from exercise? Everyone has a different answer. Do you know what is serious and not so serious pain? Do you know when and where to seek help? Do you think your life is crippled due to your pain? A team of eminent doctors, therapists in physio, yoga and acupuncture will suggest you ways to have a healthy spine and untangle all your beliefs. Back. So if you look at the incidence of back and neck problems, it's very, very common, especially the older you get above 40 or 45, the chances quite significantly high. Um, and uh, the, the good news is 95% of these back problems are not serious. Only 5% of problems require an operation or they are serious. Um, if you take care, you know, if you look into specific groups of people, especially if you take women, um, one of the commonest problems that women have are those who carry heavy handbags. You know, sometimes it's very difficult to judge the weight of a woman's handbag. So, you know, um, it could weigh anything from 10 to 50 kgs. Well, I'm exaggerating, but it has so many things. And if you're wearing a heavy handbag on your shoulder, it can cause neck pain and back pain. Uh, if, you're, if you're wearing it uh, very loosely across your shoulder, you can get shoulder problems. 
and you should always wear it cross across um and at the same time um high heels are good for parties for special occasions but wearing them regularly to work or some people wear it because they are a little bit short they want to show that they are taller is bad for your back in the long run so you know beware that you know heavy handbags uh, can be a problem a uh, pregnancy and back pain um so the, the commonest problem is during pregnancy in your third trimester you are expected to have back pain the good news is the baby is healthy the baby is growing and so yes there will be pain but 98% of the pain will relieve after 3 months after delivery so uh, if you're having pain even after 3 months you need to go into physiotherapy exercise get your posture corrected your your um, your muscles become must be stronger your pelvis should be strengthened pain will get better sometimes there is a wrong myth that epidural injection that is the injection that is given during childbirth for pregnancy for pain relief can cause back pain it is totally wrong the epidural needle is a very very tiny needle it does not cause long term back pain it may cause you pain just for a few days or a few weeks but not long term pain so so pregnancy is not a contraindication if you have back pain i do have a lot of women um and couples come for counseling saying that you know i have back pain i've always suffered from it um and there are you know my therapist or the doctor has said i should not get pregnant it is totally wrong um not everybody who has back pain during pregnancy will develop worsening of the problem so you don't need to worry um elderly people we all feel that you know okay you know somebody has got old they are elderly uh, you know back pain will be there uh, because the bones are getting old the muscles are weaker uh, that is true yes elderly the older you get you can get back pain and as i already said 95% of back pain is not harmful but you have to remember if somebody who is old in their 60s 70s is continuously complaining of uh, back pain is continuously complaining of not able to sit not able to sleep and they have so many other problems then you need to be really careful because cancer one of the commonest presentations of cancer is back pain especially if somebody cannot sleep at night and if their pain is more in the night that can be due to cancer and back pain osteoporosis and fractures happen very very easily you don't need to fall down the bones can just crumple like that um and cause back pain so if somebody if an elderly person is continuously complaining of back pain um do not take it lightly give them some you know gentle exercise medication and and if it does not get better then you must think about taking them to a hospital to see a specialist um children again um you know recently there was a law that was passed by the government that children can only carry this much amount of weight based on their height weight and standard they are um i don't know whether the government will implement it but this is a supreme court ruling because children in scandinavian study 51% of children are likely to suffer from back pain just by carrying heavy handbags um school bags um if you develop a pain there are some simple tips that you can follow you can first keep some cold packs because cold immediately stops the blood supply and the blood rushing down so the pain will get better after a few days you can try alternative heat and cold so cold meaning you can keep some ice bags um in an in an ice bag or a you know some vegetables which are in your freezer you can keep it on your back in a bag um or just take ice cubes and wrap it in a cloth and keep it in the bag you can give gentle massage you can do some rest 
um, and uh, some stretches can be done. And this is a good position. If you can just lie down in this position, you know, this relaxes your hamstrings, your muscles, your thighs, your feet, and your back. So you can just lie down in this position for half an hour and usually the spasm settles down. There are some red flags that you should be aware of. What are red flags? So red flags means is danger. So if you have pain going down your leg, if you're having weakness, if you have no control of your urine and toilet, um, if you have pain that is excruciating, not settling down, um, and it is not only in the back, it is going down the leg, it is going up the back. So if you have any of these things, you must see a doctor and you must attend to it very quickly. So the treatment for back pain, if there is nothing serious, if your doctor feels that there's no serious problem, it is just a wear and tear, it is aging or um, whatever, then the options are physiotherapy, manipulation, acupuncture, tense. So there's so many treatments. The alternative treatments do help. They do have a role. But more than anything, it is all about a lifestyle change. Um, physical therapy. Even if you're not able to do like this lady, you know, you should be able to be physically active. Tablets and injections are for short term. They're not going to be something helping you in the long term. And spine surgery, often surgery is considered if everything else fails, if there is no cure through alternative treatment, through massages, to physiotherapy, taking tablets, then yes, you need surgery or if you have any of those red flags. Now, now coming to more specific about um, uh, related to your uh, field and your area, see the desktop has now become a harness. You know, it is something that we are spending most of our time. Um, on an average, um, I don't know if any of you take a guess how many years that we are actually sitting, those who are an IT profession that you sit in your work time, it is as much as about almost 40 years. If you're going to live for 70 years, it's almost about 35 to 40 years that you do sitting because you spend time traveling to your workplace, you spend about 8 to 10 hours sitting, then you come back home again traveling, again you sit home sitting. So in total, we almost sit for about 30 to 40 years. Um, and, and that is not good for your back because remember when I started my talk, I said that our back is designed to be active, not sitting. But the future is going to be all sitting. Um, it can cause so many problems. It can cause uh, eye inflammation and redness in the eye. Um, a lot of you end up wearing, or wearing glasses. Um, low back pain, stomach aches. Uh, because you're constantly sitting, it causes cramps, it causes stomach pain can cause ulcer, um, headache, uh, because you're either stressed or your, your screen time is more and you're sitting and you're feeling depressed, headaches, obesity, diabetes, all that we discussed. And also joint pains. Apart from the back, it can also cause a lot of stress on your knee joints and your ankles because if your height of your desk and your chair is not right, your knee has a lot of uh, strain. Um, and so that also can cause problems. So what can you do? So you have to avoid sitting for long hours. You have to take frequent breaks. I'm not asking any of you to quit your job. Then they probably will never call Kaveri to give talks again. So you need, to, you need to take more breaks. Every hour you need to take a 10-minute break. De-stress, walk, do some simple exercises around your chair. You know, walk outside and stretch yourself. And go outside and chat. And now you have no option of flirting uh, because you're all stuck at home. Um, so, so it's good to move around, go and meet other people in their offices, 
have meetings in different floors or different buildings so you all get to walk around so i just want you to watch this video uh, which is just going to show you um, about all the various problems related to work and probably uh, i can uh, pass this video over to shrivatsan and he can pass it on around it is on youtube as well uh, but here's the video hey guys have you been pushed into working from home have you never worked from home before well isolation and loneliness is a terrible feeling lack of communication with the outside world makes you go crazy laziness and boredom sets in if you're not used to working from home the lack of routine inappropriate working space and environment lack of concentration and focus all of these things reduce your productivity and imagine with the kids the family the pet around your productivity gets even worse if you're not used to it reduced bandwidth on your internet can be very frustrating improper sitting can lead to aches and pains and fatigue this can all lead to back and neck problems now here are some common mistakes that we all do when we sit and work at home I'm sure you've sat in one of those positions and worked. Now I'm going to show you the appropriate position to sit and work. The reason why you need to sit appropriately and work either when you use a desktop or a laptop is to avoid any injury to your neck and back, to avoid fatigue and overuse of your muscles. If you do not maintain a correct posture, you can develop several complications like an eye inflammation as they keep looking at the system for a long time. a low back pain as you don't maintain a proper posture leading to abnormal usage of muscles you can also develop stomach ache and headache due to inactivity and sitting in a single place for a very long time and eventually this could lead to obesity and probably depression and various other problems how to maintain a good posture let's start right from the eyes all the way down to the toes the eyes and head should be kept 18 to 24 inches away from the desktop If you are using a laptop it should be upright over your shoulder and eyes looking straight downwards without bending your neck now the neck is very important when you are using because the commonest problems of neck pain is due to inappropriate posture of the neck now coming to the back the back should be well supported to maintain the normal curvature of the back the elbows should be kept at 90 degrees and forearm should be supported on the table the shoulders should be relaxed and the wrist should be kept neutral the mouse should be kept close to the keyboard you should not be leaning forward or stretching to get your mouse and keyboard the leg should be kept horizontal to the hip joint and around 90 to 120 degrees at ease the knees should be bent and the foot should be supported on the floor this will help to maintain a whole body correct and ergonomic posture this is about sitting in a normal chair and working Say if you have a height adjustable chair. In this situation, the upper body should be maintained as mentioned in the normal sitting posture. However, the bend in the back should be to a lesser degree than normal and the knee slightly bent forward and the foot should be flat on the floor. If you have the opportunity to stand and work, remember certain important steps. Your elbow should be bent and rested. The height of the table should be adjustable in such a way that the forearms are neutral 
and your desktop or your laptop is at eye level. The back should be straight and the pelvis neutrally aligned. The shoulders should be well relaxed. The hip and ankle joint should be aligned with the gravity line. By this, you will maintain a correct ergonomical standing posture. After every 20 to 30 minutes, it is good to do some exercises to relieve fatigue of the muscle. If you've had enough of all this, just close your computer, get a glass of water, get some snacks and sit in front of the television and enjoy your time off. So uh, as you had seen, you know, I could circulate this video. There's a lot of information in that uh, about um, the correct posture to stand and the right ways uh, that you need to follow in your sitting and standing. Um, so standing is also very important. A lot of us do works in standing position. Um, and again, there you need to support, keep your spine erect and support your legs alternatively with some stool. Um, so here are some sitting positions that we discussed where it has to be all 90 degrees um, and your eyesight should be between 18 and 24 inches and you should be looking straight and you should not be looking down. A lot of us are now... Oh, sorry, your voice is a bit feeble. Sorry. Hi, uh, is that okay now? It's better now, yes. Yeah. So um, it, it's very important that you keep the posture correct um, because um, sometimes... Uh, you know, we tend to sway away from the position after some time. Uh, and we have to constantly keep reminding to sit in that posture. Nobody can sit erect for, you know, two hours, three hours, 10 hours and work. Um, after some time, your muscles say that, you know, sitting is an activity. Sitting takes a lot of effort. You have to, if your muscles are not active, you cannot sit. And that is why you see elderly people, they kind of slouch um, and they go bend forwards. And that is because their muscles are not strong. Um, and um, if your muscles are strong, you will always sit direct. When your muscles are not strong, you will just go into that position. So um, it's very important you keep exercising your back muscles. Um, the same way with your laptops. You know, the laptop was not designed for office jobs. Um, because your laptop, we actually keep bending down. Because you keep it on your table and you do it. Whereas your laptop should be high up. Um, and you should be working on your laptop. So, uh, but majority of us, especially now being locked down in home, uh, your companies are providing you laptops or you have your own laptop and you work from it. But, but remember that, you know, your laptop height should be raised by just keeping a few books or a box and keep your laptop height so that you're able to see straight forward and not bending down. Um, so sitting in the office, um, you just have to remember all these various positions that we discussed. Um, and, uh, and, and, and the hand is also very important how you rest. Your hand should be rested on the table and should not be hanging in the air. Your mouse, it's better to use a mouse and the mouse should be well controlled. Your hand should be free of movement um, and you cannot keep your hand in one position and not hanging in the air. Um, so that's very important. Every 20 minutes, you can do various exercises, stretches. It's all available online. Uh, we can also send you links for some of these exercises, um, what you need to do as well. Um, it may sound funny in your office or at home doing all these exercises around your desk, but it's very important. You know, at the end of the day, it is your spine and you have to take care of it. Uh, there's so many yoga exercises you can do in a sitting position. You can learn them as well. Uh, you have to learn how to do all the moves, uh, the various movements we have to do. Now, I'm going to now talk to you about some of the various myths and questions people normally have uh, in terms of back problems.
So first thing is, people always talk about what kind of pillow should I use? What mattress should I use? Can I lie on the floor if I have a back problem? Um, so, you know, there's a lot of marketing going on uh, with the mattress companies saying that they have orthopedic bed, spine bed, and some of them are very expensive. Just remember that a bed should be hard to firm. It should not be very soft. And also very important is just make sure that you change your bed every five to six years. Some of us have a lucky bed or the bed that you got when you were married, but it's very important you change it. Um, pillow, you should use a pillow. You should not sleep without a pillow. Uh, as I said, there is a curvature in the neck. So you, to maintain that curvature, you have to keep a pillow. It does not matter which side you turn and sleep. Make sure you don't sleep on your tummy. Don't sleep on your stomach. You have to sleep looking up the ceiling. Sleeping on the sides is perfectly fine. We turn about 50 to 60 times on an average at night. We don't know what position we sleep. So it really doesn't matter. A lot of people you would see wearing belts and collars. Definitely you should avoid wearing them. They cause muscle wasting and they give you more problems. So you can only wear them for one or two weeks as advised by your doctor. Whether you can take rest or whether you can stay alive, active, the best solution is always to stay active. If you take rest, your muscles get stiff, your bones get weak, you get depressed, you feel like, oh my God, you know, I can't do this. So uh, the problems that most people face when you go and see a physiotherapist or a doctor who does not know how to treat back problems, the first thing they'll tell you is stop driving, uh, stop uh, uh, sitting in the house, don't lift anything, stop cooking, uh, don't travel in the bus, don't go in the car. Um, and you know, what? what is the life that if you cannot do any of these things? Um, so the solution really is you need to be as active as you can. You can still drive, but drive, make sure that you don't drive very fast and you don't drive on bumps and pit holes in the, on the road. Um, you can still drive a car, but make sure you have good back support. You can do as much work as you can in the house, but make sure you don't bend unnecessarily or you don't bend in the wrong way so you have to be as active as you can many people say just give me some tablets and injections for pain the tablets that doctors give you is basically painkillers and painkillers will only work for four to six hours the more painkillers you start taking you're going to develop kidney failure or ulcer so these are only temporary solutions the permanent solution is a lifestyle change so medications don't address the problem Surgery, most people feel that, oh, doctor has told surgery. So then they say they keep shopping around. They see 10 doctors. They go for Ayurvedic massage. They make a trip to Kerala. They do everything. Um, really, surgery is not dangerous. We have very advanced surgical techniques. We have robots in Kaveri Hospital. Um, so we do robotic surgery, endoscopic surgery. So we are very, very advanced now. So uh, you don't need to worry. Surgery is almost 99.9% .9 safe. Yes, complications can happen, but your doctor will discuss with that. But most common problems, you don't need to worry. Can I be active after surgery? Yes, you can be active after spine surgery. You can travel, you can do everything. Um, as Srivatsan has said in the past, I have taken my patients on marathons. I've taken patients on walkathons, uh, on treks, who had major spine surgery. To give you an example, Sachin Tendulkar had spine surgery and played 10 years of cricket. Shah Rukh Khan has had spine surgery, is still dancing with all the women. So it's just that you can, you can be as active as you can and spine surgery is not that, you, you know, your life is gone. Um, how to prevent back pain at work? 
as I said, all these things we've discussed so far and some important postures and, and how you need to maintain. So you need to stand erect and the shoulder should be well balanced. Your neck should be looking straight. Um, stop slouching. And every time you find yourself slouching, remember to stand straight. As I said, you know, as the day goes along, we tend to become like this. So you need to consciously keep saying that, oh, I need to stand straight. Or if you find your family members, your husband, wife, mom, dad, slouching, tell them to stand straight. Kids especially, you know, the kids are being stuck at home um, for the last one and a half, two years. And, and I had a separate talk for kids, which I'm not going to talk today. They are the most affected because, you know, they cannot sit in one position, especially the younger kids. You know, they want to be in bed with the laptop or the mobile phone. And uh, they want to sit on the floor. They are playful. And, and the teenagers, you know, they, they cannot sit in one position. And they're all going to be having back problems in the future if this goes on for a few more years. Um, and again, in the car, you need a support. When you're bending, you should bend your hips and knee and bend. You should not bend directly forward. Cycling, avoid, you know, the, the very low handlebar cycles, especially if you have back pain. You must use a pillow. You can sleep on any side. If you are not tall enough, and especially a lot of the Indian kitchens are not designed for the Indian women. The average Indian women's height, the Western kitchens that you buy are not well designed. So you can keep a stool, especially when you're lifting things. Um, again, lifting any weights, you have to bend. Um, your backpack should be tight and secured. It should be worn on both sides and it should be well tightened. The belt should be tightened so it's sticking to your um, chest and it should not be hanging from one side. And you have to do all these exercises and various postures as you can do. Stress, I don't know how you will work on it, but you have to make methods where you can release your stress and because stress will make your muscles tighter it will cause more pain the more depression stress anxiety you have it will cause all kinds of problems uh, from back pain neck pain headaches ulcer all of these things will happen when you have stress so exercise and activities for kids is something that you know as a separate talk uh, we can send you a video if you want what kids should be doing but in summary it's very important you understand these things that 95% of your back and neck problems are not serious. Uh, they don't really give you any major problems. Um, very few people require surgery. And you know those red flags which I told you, back pain, leg pain, numbness, not able to pass urine, not able to do any activity. If any of those things don't wait, go and see a doctor. There's also a question about whether she an orthopedic surgeon or a neurosurgeon. So you know, there is a category of people who are trained in both. In Chennai, there are quite a few doctors, including myself, where I have done, um, I, I trained as a neurosurgeon, but I've also retrained another few more years as an orthopedic surgeon. So I do all kinds of operations. Um, so that's very important. Uh, prevention is best. So you have to follow all those things that I said on this talk about posture, lifting, carrying, um, using mobile phones and everything. Um, and be as active as you can. Activity improves pain. Even if you have back pain, by being active, going to the gym, going to physiotherapy will actually make your pain much better. I really thank um, Kaveri Hospital and your organization for having organized and uh, thanks Srivatsan for um, arranging this very nicely at a short period. Um, I hope this is useful. Um, it's very difficult to follow these things, but if you do not follow them, 
if your young age you are not active and keep your spine active your old age is going to be suffering and pain so you rather invest in your health at your at a younger age in order to reap the benefits when you get older thank you once again thanks lord doctor so we have a few questions which have come up sure and uh, first one is uh, we are talking about posture for uh, sitting and walking is there any right posture for watching television yeah so that that's a very good question um i mean uh, with television um i'm sure you all have seen uh, sometimes you go to public places the television is kept somewhere up in the roof um you know you go to uh, public places the, the televisions are high up uh, sometimes the televisions are very low down as well so your television the way you design your television when you keep it at your home you first buy your sofa or you 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 adjust your furniture sit in your furniture and draw an imaginary line straight from your eyes to the wall and that is where the center point of your television should be you should not sit on the floor and watch television you can do that once in a while you know with a family dinner or something yes it's okay you know to sit on the floor or sit around but on a regular basis when you're watching television you first identify your furniture sit in your furniture and draw a line so the midpoint of your television should be just about there um so that is how you should keep your television thank you doctor there's another question about uh, given the context of the stress on the spine due to various activities or deadlift and weighted squat exercises dangerous beyond a certain weight yeah so if you have just a strain and stress in your back um, you know squats and deadlifts are okay as long as your trainer teaches you how to wear a tight belt or to keep your spine erect so it's very important people do deadlifts and squats wrongly um if you do not do it in the right way you will either get back problems or you'll get knee problems so if you if you have to learn it from a trainer if you are especially if somebody who goes to the gym regularly and you are used to doing deadlifts um and and uh, squats and you know doing lots of them like you know people do squats like 50 100 squats in a session so if you're somebody who does that learn the proper position they are not bad for your spine they are actually in fact they they strengthen your spine and uh, what would be the correct position for cycling to avoid any kind of back pain yeah so um, the the slide that i showed you about the cycling um if you have back pain then the posture where you are actually bending right down forward is not good it puts a lot of stress um and the the bar which goes down and you're bending down is again not good but for a healthy individual that is perfectly fine so so i think you know having your handlebar slightly high or in your level and you're able to sit erect on your cycle is a bit best position and uh, we we also hear about this text neck because of the usage of mobile phones so uh, is there any better way of using it or can we use the headphones yeah yeah so so first thing is i'm not going to tell you don't use your mobile phone because that's just impossible um so the the thing that you have to understand is see most of the uh, apps are now connected onto your desktop and especially if you are somebody who are using your phone for work if you're going to be constantly getting messages on whatsapp or whatever related to work transfer that onto your desktop so you don't have to keep looking on your phone as well as on your screen there are now some devices that have come for specifically for this which you can attach your phone next to your your uh, screen um and and this also helps so um 
so that is the only way to avoid uh, keeping looking at your phone or you have to keep your phone at a higher level so you need to keep it at a level like this where you can watch rather than down below um and uh, when you're and if your work involves talking a lot on the phone you know keeping your phone like this and then working with your hand on your laptop is not good uh, that's not going to help you either use your speaker phone or use a hands free or a bluetooth so so these are all things that you know based on your job you should try and vary these options if you just somebody who's just going to pick up a phone two minutes talk and keep it's fine but if you're going to stay like that for half an hour you and if you do that every day uh, then you're obviously going to run into problems um there's also a question about whether bluetooth it is good or is a wired it really doesn't matter uh, but if you are going to use your phone for a long time uh, like you spend you know 4 5 hours on the phone probably a wired connection is better than a bluetooth there's a question about what is your opinion on sona bed um so uh, oh, sorry sona bed or is it yeah. water bed uh, what is sona bed no the question is about sona bed and it says it runs on electricity So is it advisable? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't. I think they're talking about heat bed that heats yes. up. Yeah. Um. So I don't think you need to heat up your bed unless you're in the Himalayas. Oh. Um. For for Chennai weather, I think just a normal bed is fine. Uh, hot packs. You should not do too much of them. They can. They are not good for your skin. Uh, people who have back problems, we see them come with burns in their back because to relieve their back pain. um you know hot water bottles and hot water packs are very useful but they keep it continuously like they just keep it there and sit on the chair and work and it just you know the sensation in your back is not as good as the sensation in the front of your body so you you don't realize it over a period of time the skin gets scarred and bruised and problems so you if you have a heating bed you can just use it for half an hour or an hour and then switch it off thank you and when it comes to selecting the right chair we have this um, traditional old wooden chairs which are kind of uh, stable and uh, uh, so which yeah, our grandfather have been using yeah yeah i think so, they are the best chairs yeah okay. um if you have a wooden chair uh, just make sure all you need to do is to put a cushion because you know they are very hard and you cannot sit comfortably for you know 10 hours of work um and also they are they come straight so again you can keep a small pillow on your back for some support so that it just maintains the curves but i tell you you know i have a wooden chair at home and i don't feel more comfortable than sitting on a wooden chair than sitting on all those expensive chairs that you know you can do 100 adjustments at every level um yeah they are all fine they are ergonomically made well but i tell you wooden chair is really good but you need a cushion because you know if you especially if you are working in it and you going to sit for 10 hours you can't you know i sit for short periods of time so i just love the wooden chair Thank you. I think they also, come, they also come with the good hand rest. Most of these yes. wooden chairs, so yes. it is also good to support your elbow. Yeah. Um, uh, and they are all nicely designed so that the elbow is not too down. Because the current chairs, if you lift your height, the elbows go down, and their elbows are shaky, and you have to adjust them. And if it's not right, it doesn't work. Thank you. I think most of the other questions you've already covered, like the yoga and the two wheelers and pillow mattress. so i think uh, thanks a lot doctor it was a wonderful session hope the participants uh, can take away quite a lot of tips and advice and then follow them also and uh, i thank the softira employees i thank uh, dr balamurli and the secretary for accepting to deliver this uh, uh, webinar and uh, hope it was useful for you for all the employees of softira
And on behalf of Digitrari and BioWeather, we, we thank all the participants. And uh, uh, so let's stay safe, stay home, and uh, get through this pandemic. Thank you, Doc. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye.